In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Hello and welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that gives you real life results, not just in your dog training, in your life as well. And today, I'm privileged, humbled, I'm very, very lucky to be joined by one of our super cool pro dog trainers. Uh, Kat is joining us all the way from sunny Scotland. Uh, Kat, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? Uh, Thank you for coming and joining me. Uh, yeah, it's it's a real privilege to be here. Yeah, thank you. Up in up in the beautiful Tweed Valley in sunny Scotland, and very sunny today as well, which is nice. Yes, get in. It's a win in sunny Scotland. So, Kat, I have invited you here, or our, our team actually, and I have invited you here. Really, you're going to be inspiring people all over the world, and I know you are because I've chatted to you already. I know exactly what you do, and exactly what you've been up to, and I know your journey. But how did you first discover Absolute Dogs? So um, I I used to be a dog specialist photographer. Well, I still am a little bit. And um, I, during COVID, got um, involved in a bit of training as well because I had to close my studio. So I ended up doing a little bit of, um, I ended up starting an online dog membership with another local dog trainer. Um, And I did all the, the technical side of it, like the marketing and the filming, and I designed all the website and all that sort of stuff. Um, And we made a real success of it. But then I gradually started to just sort of by accident learn more and more about dog training because I was marketing it and doing it every day. Um, and then I got my own dog. And then um, I just sort of started to come around to the idea that the type of training that I was promoting wasn't really what I wanted to do. or wasn't really, you know, like it just didn't sit quite right with me. So um, so I just went looking for, for different places to learn about dog training. Um, and I went all over the place and, and came across Absolute Dogs. And here I am, really. Yeah. And I love that you started in one sort of training method and actually realized it didn't quite align with your sort of mission, your powerful why, the type of training that you want well, to, to do. There's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, um, a gut wrencher, but um I was out with my the puppy at the time. Elvis, he was probably, I don't know, five or six months old or something like that. He was quite small. Um, and I was my son who at the time was about five or six as well. And um and I and I was just having one of those days and I gave Elvis a bit of a check on the lead, because you know that's what I've been told, you know, when he pulls on the lead, you give him a bit of a check. And um and my son looked at me and he said, Mum, I thought you were kind. <laughs> oh and I was like that, oh my gosh, that's a stab to the heart right there um so what, like bless your son realizing like they, yeah, well, they're so honest it, aren't they they're so honest. right in front of you don't they like there's no you know they just put it right there in front of you and I just sort of went oh god yeah wow <laughs> right I need to do something about this and so gradually I just yeah 
that's it. What a pivotal moment in your dog training and what a pivotal moment in your journey and the innocence that is just comes out of the mouth of like babes, isn't it? Like it, it just yeah, totally. innocent and real comment. Like that's a toughie. Like that is. Oh well, yeah, yeah. It hits you right between the eyes. Does that? You're like, oh god, yeah, really. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a biggie. So tell me a little bit about, um, I suppose, uh, what made you want to be a dog trainer? What made you want to train dogs better? What makes you want to work with dogs? What makes you? What lights you up about doing it? I mean, I've always been into to, to, to animals in general. My horses was my first love when I was I was the kid that was at the stables every weekend mucking out, you know, like riding ponies and, and doing that. And I worked with horses for about three or four years after I left school. Um, and then um, and then I kind of left it, had a bit of a career in the military. And uh, so I've just come back around to animals, really. And I just I've just always connected with animals and, and loved animals and say sort of fell into it, really, with the photography and then and then fell into the training. I just love it. I just got the bug. I was like, this is it. It's like back being a riding instructor again. <laughs> and give me a little breakdown of like your day-to-day. Like how does your day-to-day look? So I guess I do it sort of part-time at the moment, really. Um, so I teach classes three nights a week, um, two nights a week that I put on. And actually a third night that I a, a group of like dog walking friends got in touch with me and said, could you put classes on for us? Wow. So that was awesome. So so I so I do a, now I do a third night a week, but that was at their request. So that was pretty cool. Um, um, so I guess on those days I'm doing a bit of prep for them for those classes and then I do one-to-ones maybe maybe do two or three one-to-ones a week now so that's great um, so yeah and then just and in way up in Scotland the name of your business is um, so uh, Valley Dogs because nice. I'm in the in the Tweed Valley in Scotland so beautiful beautiful shout out to Valley Dogs so so then tell me I suppose you jumped in and you took pro dog trainer and I know that lots of people take pro trainer for themselves so they want to train like a pro for their own dog and lots of people want to train like a pro for people all over the world Uh, they want to train bigger wider and lots of people take it for different reasons what made you think I'm going to take pro trainer because it is a step and it's a step I think it's a brilliant step in the right direction however some people it's a big 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 old step what made you do that? What made you jump in? What made you decide that was something for you? So I knew I wanted to do dog training because I've been doing it behind the scenes with so the dog training business. I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. This is what I want to do. And then um, actually, if I can give a big shout out to Jean Shaw in Canada, um, sure. who um, basically I, I, I kind of bumped into her on Facebook in one of the other Absolute Dogs groups. Um, and I knew that she, I could see that she'd done like loads of courses and had loads of experience. So I just kind of hassled her a little bit, a private message to her and I said, I can see you've got tons of experience. I can see you've done all these other courses. I don't really know which one I want to do. And to be fair to Jean, she was like, just do the absolute dogs. She's like, if you like that style of training, which I did, I was really into the games. Um, she's like, just do it. Just It'll be the best thing. Trust me, I've done all the courses. Trust me, it's the best one. So that was it. So I ended up in Jean's little circle of circle of love. And we still speak quite a lot on Zoom and I stuff. Love and, it. and yeah, so that's how I ended up doing, doing this. And I just loved it. I just loved the... I said, I love the whole thing. I, when I first came to it, being ex-military and quite kind of, I don't know, very British sometimes, I guess. I, uh, yeah, a little bit maybe. I was never that. I was Maybe that's why I never lasted in the military because I was never quite, <laughs> quite all the way there. But, um, you know, like I found I found the whole thing quite, like I think I said, quite pink and sparkly. And I was a bit like, <laughs> oh, wow, I don't know if this is for me. But then the more I got into it, the more I kind of realised how much thought and how much science goes into it and like how much it actually all really works. I was like, no, this is, 
this is the best way to train a dog. Pink sparkles aside, like so yeah. With pink sparkles on top. Come on, cat. Like they yeah, are well, exciting. <laughs> I haven't quite gone all the way to pink sparkles, but you, the enthusiasm and the attitude to it and everything is definitely like rubbed off on me completely. Are you telling me, cat, that you don't in one pink thing? I don't think I do, actually. Oh, <laughs> you wait, you wait. This is coming. Um, no, I love it. So the enthusiasm, the optimism, the energy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's worn off a bit. Yeah, no, totally. That I mean, that's the reviews that I get, you know, like from my clients who just say, um, you know, how much they enjoy the, the positivity with it all and the fact that they're not, you know, I think one review I had from one client was like how much it's changed them as well. And they're like, they're not stressy about the dog anymore. They don't worry if the dog's not perfect because they've seen so much improvement in the dog and stuff. And you're just like... Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That's what you want. You know, it's not just about like a perfect obedient robot dog that does, you know, like that does all these amazing behaviors. It's it's about the the relationship between them as well and the fact that they're just having a really good time. And that's you know, that. you're winning, aren't you, if you can get that, I think. You're winning at life if you can get that. You're absolutely winning at life. So what would you say um like tipped you over to do it? Because I think there's so many people, we get hundreds of emails in this time. Like we'll get hundreds of people saying, I want to do it, but, or I'm struggling to justify it because of my family, or I'm struggling to justify it because of um, it's my hobby, or I'm struggling to justify it because I don't even know if I want to do it yet. Like so many people like struggle on that last, like, I want to do this. What like allowed you to do it? What allowed you to push through? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that, I guess that comes a little bit just from me and my personality. I'm guess I'm I'm pretty like I've, I've always jumped into stuff with two feet. Um, nice. and, and and seeing whether sink or swim. Thankfully, I've swum more than I've sunk. Um, Good work. But, um, Good work. Staying alive. Yeah, I think it's the fact that you knew there's going to be. I mean, I knew I had a really great support network around around the whole absolute dogs thing. Um, because I'd heard it from these other trainers who I sort of thought, well, these guys are really experienced. They know what they're doing. Um, you know they're saying it's the best thing to do so um, you know I think if you want to expand your knowledge either for yourself or for your own dog you know like whether you want it to be a trainer or not um, there's loads in there it doesn't you know I mean I've turned it into a you know into a job and it's growing and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and becoming quite um, you know doing all right but you wouldn't have had to I still would have been like really um, I still would have gained a lot if I hadn't especially because I've got a borderline naughty but nice area who you know like I've got a lot out of it for him as well so so when you said you're borderline naughty but nice terrier so if you did it for your own dog how would you mm. feel right now um I would have felt that it'd been worth it like for sure because I think it gives you like this extra kind of depth of knowledge that I'm trying to think the best way to put it like so okay when I first started teaching um people I was a little bit nervous because I sort of knew how to deal with my type of dog and he's a really kind of typical terrier he's really kind of you know like full-on and chasey and you know and all that kind of stuff and he's and, and the first few clients I got I was like oh these dogs aren't the same like I threw a bit of food for this dog and he just didn't move and I was like oh wow right now what do I do <laughs> you know and I think if I hadn't done the pro dog trainer I don't know if I'd have felt comfortable dealing with that sort of stuff not so even if you're doing it, even if you're doing it for your own dog, you know, you still you get this appreciation of other dogs, and that I think that just kind of adds to your own adds to your knowledge. Yeah, it does. It, it does give you a whole new experience, doesn't it? When you're working with with those different styles, it's a it's a definitely yeah. a whole new a whole new way. So, 
Um, I was going to ask you if there's anyone who, who in particular was an inspiration for you and whether you want to shout out to someone. Now, you've obviously already shouted out to Jean Shaw, which is amazing. You preempted me because I've yeah. got my question in front of me. Is there anyone else you'd like to shout out to? Yeah, I mean, I've worked obviously with the amazing Michelle. Um, she's helped me a lot on Zoom and I've come down to Devon Dodds as well and done a couple of courses with Michelle. And obviously, you know, with Jasper, he's, you know, I've got a little terrier and I just, I guess partly on the videos as well, you know, saw, saw that and went, well, there it is. There's my dog, really. He's very similar. Um, and, you know, look at the success they're having. So um, it, it is true, isn't it? It's when you kind of go out there and you go, I'm not alone. Someone else is going through this too. And actually, I'm not completely unique in this experience. So when my dog's being really naughty, it's it's almost comforting to know someone else has been through it as well. Yeah, I think so. And it's that whole, the whole, the whole kind of ethos at Absolute Dogs that, that isn't there in a lot of places like, and it was probably in the company that I was in before, you know, that was part, I was, you know, half of, it's quite sort of blaming towards owners. Yeah. You know, like you haven't trained your dog properly as if, as if somehow you've been given this blank canvas of this dog that should just magically behave. If yeah. you've done, if you've done like steps one, two and three, then your dog will behave. And I was going, well, I've done steps one, two and three and my dog still isn't behaving. So what's going on? Yeah. Um, so whereas that isn't the case at all, absolute mm-hmm. dogs, it's all very accepting and very like, well, this is what we've got. That's great. Let's accept it. And let's see if we can improve things, you know? So that's, that's great. And that's the feedback I get from my clients that they feel like that, which is like brilliant. So a lot more warm, a lot more inclusive. No, I, I completely, um, yeah, I, I, I love, I really love the community. I think the community is very special, like very, very special. Yeah. I think it's, it's a massive part of it. And it's like one of the reasons why, you know, like if you're thinking, do I do a pro dog trainer or do I do course X, Y, and Z? Like I would definitely say, like PDT has that has that like edge to it for sure. And um, and I I like I've we've just obviously talked about um one of the things that I think makes it very unique is the community. I think the community is really powerful. Is there anything else you think makes it quite unique, Kat? I think the way it's delivered. I mean, I've done I've done quite a f- I've done a few different courses now um because I think you know you never stop learning, do you? You, you know you, you try and pick from stuff from all over the place to add to your knowledge, but mm. um. You know, some of the other stuff's quite dry. You sort of be like, read this 40-page PDF and then write an essay on it. It's fine, you can do it, you know, but it's not as it's not as um it's not as individual. You sort of watch the absolute dogs videos and you're like, right, next, next one. It's, it is a bit Netflix. It is a bit you sort of like, right, I've watched that now, and where's the next one? And where's the next one? And you it, it, it does make you want to bring does make you want to learn a little bit more. Whereas you're like, oh, another 40-page PDF, great, I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> I met someone today, actually. Uh, I was at a dog show today and uh, surprise, surprise, it's a Sunday. And uh, I met someone, a really sweet um, customer, client, an absolute dog's um, definitely a fan. She was she was really, really excitable and happy to say hello. And uh, she was definitely more pink than I was, Cap. So I was wearing this today. <laughs> I was very black today. I was like, look like I'm a bouncer today. Um, and so um, she was she was really, really ecstatic. And, and I think that's, yeah, for me the energy is cool I like and I can see you I can see you've got it in the way you're you're even talking and you're even buzzing and you're moving I can see you've got some of that and I I think that's really cool and I think it's really special so if someone asked you whether they should do pro dog trainer what would you say yeah definitely if you like you know I wouldn't hesitate at all if I was like wanting to do it for my own dog or wanting to do it for you know to actually become you know a PDT um and to teach then yeah sure go for it I can't I can't see why you would you'll get something out of it for sure like it 
I like it. And um, in terms of where you're heading now and what you're thinking now and where your plans are going from here on out, what have you got in your back pocket? Um, so, yeah, I mean, more of the same. I mean, the business is kind of growing steadily, which is nice. I mean, stuff doesn't happen overnight. Um, so um, but we have done a shout out to Valley Dogs and Valley Dogs yeah. in Scotland. And yeah. I know that that definitely will have a bit of a ripple effect. Yeah. And, and you even just like um, reaching out and, and sort of uh, risking forward by being part of all this. Like, that's really cool. Like just to, to jump out, it's a completely different experience, isn't it? To get on something like this. Yeah, no, like I'm thrilled to be here. It's like genuinely quite exciting to be on a podcast. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's it. Like more saying, just keep growing the keep growing the training, keep 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 going. Yeah. I'm- keep helping dogs, saving lives. I love it. Yeah. Like literally saving dog owners and dog um well, sweet dogs all over all over Scotland. So I love that idea. Um, and so for me, I suppose, um, was was there any moment in this journey that made you think, I can't do this, or maybe I'm not the right person to do this, or maybe this isn't for me? Um, I've, I've definitely had, I've definitely had points like, like I think I said, where I've had like elements of being nervous about what I was teaching people because, you know, I am relatively inexperienced, you know, I've done a lot of teaching, I've done, I'm confident with people and I've spent a lot of time around animals, but really I've only had dogs for, well, I mean, my dog's, he's two, he's just turned, he's just about to turn two. So I've, you know, I've only had dogs for two years. So sometimes to kind of stand up, especially because I've got clients who have had dogs for years, they've got multiple dogs, they're, they're, they're running agility at a decent level. I mean, I don't teach agility. I just, you know, do the pet dog stuff, but you know, and when you stood in front of those people and you're sort of going, oh, Christ, like, <laughs> I feel like you should be teaching me. Um, but I've really just stuck to the programme. I've really just gone, right, well, stick to the concepts, stick to the games, put it out there, do what, do, you know, do what you've learned. And, and it's worked. I so. love, I love, I love that you've got a programme that supports that because the programme does, doesn't it? It supports yeah. all of what you're saying. So, yeah, no, I mean, you really can, like, I mean, you you literally can, like, have a client in front of you. I mean, I do it every day now and go right this dog needs to work on these three concepts go into training academy find some games on it put a training plan together and give it to them and it works like yes i am i'm doing it (laughs) it works and the more experienced i get the more i'm better at tweaking little parts of it you know so i'm like to start with i was just kind of going with sort of relatively generic games and it was still working whereas now i'm like oh hang on that dog's really like this this one from over here this game here you know like and i'm getting really good at jiggling it all around but um yeah, even right at the start, as long as you've got the confidence to do what you've been told. <laughs> you're jiggling it. I love it. No, I literally, yeah. love, you're making me giggle because Liza's listening to this song lately that talks about jiggling. Anyway, I'm not even going to go there. It's too far gone. Um, but absolutely, Kat, what I'd say is you sound like you are literally crushing it. In fact, you're not just crushing it, you're killing it. And I really, really love that you're doing that in Scotland. I know that everybody here is going to have loved uh, hearing about it and hearing about your journey uh, from the fact that actually you weren't a dog owner to the fact that you're now out there um, putting the games out there, teaching the concepts, showing people that games are the way to successful dog training, successful dog ownership, and actually you've risked forward. And I think that's a really special thing to do. You risk forward, you put yourself into a completely different world 
and you're doing an amazing job. So that was this episode of the Sexy Than the Squirrel podcast. Kat, I want to thank you hugely and Valley Dogs for joining us uh, today uh, as part of our amazing opportunity really to share with people all over the world what we do. Uh, Literally, I cannot wait to join everybody next week with next week's episode of Way More Training Fun again. Literally, it's going to go insane. Uh, Thank you once again, Kat. It's been a pleasure. And remember... Stay sexy. Yeah, Kat said it. You got to stay sexy.